You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. I'm Brian Marshall. I'll be joined by Tori Taylor, number nine, your punter for the Iowa football team, next. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why don't you say so? We are back for another Jock to Jock podcast on rock108.com and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Marshall. Half of this conversation, I'm joined by my featured guest, the punter for the Iowa football team, Tori Taylor. Welcome back. Ron, uh, like I always say, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure to be here, so thank you. So we are recording just a touch later today because uh, you were getting worked on today. It's, it's okay to say you were getting a massage? Yes, more than, no, more than happy to talk about that. Yeah, every Thursday, just go get a massage, make sure the body's right, ready to go for, for Saturday. Do you have a particular type of massage that you get? Uh, I don't know. I walk in there and just say, can you do my lower back and my hamstrings? And then I walk out and then, and that, and that's that. So I'm not too sure. It's not like the Thai version. It's not the, uh, the Swedish version. I mean, there's, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, no, they just put the massage oil on my back, massage into my lower back. Um, it's actually a little painful at times to tell you the truth, but I'm a tough guy, Brian. I, I soldier on. You ever find those moments where you're like, whoa, 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 that's a little too much. This oh, I had plenty of those had plenty of those today. I was like, come on, this is this is meant to be relaxing. It's not painful. <laughs> but they gotta work on, they gotta make sure that, that that power leg that you have on your right hand side is is working and ready to go. Yes. For no, absolutely. I agree. I agree. That leads me to my question though, because I know each of the athletes that that play are, are gonna be different. They're gonna get worked on a different way. What are some ways that you guys recover from some of the injuries, the the wear and tear that comes during the season? Uh, well, kind of like you said, it's really on the individual and what sort of, I guess, issues or problems they have. Some guys are sometimes just sore and a lot of guys, I mean, we all roll out as a team on a Monday morning before we lift. So that probably helps. Um, a lot of stretches and then, yeah, just a lot of general treatment um, and exercises. There's the pools like the hot and cold tum. Um, and then the recovery pool. So a lot of guys use that. I like to go in there most days um, just because it's relaxing. And to me, although you might not get, I guess, the results straight away, that sort of stuff, just money in the bank. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of stacking up day after day after day. But yeah, some guys have a coming back from injury um, and that's just part of their rehab. Um, I kind of just go in there and get maybe get stretched out and things like that just to try and keep loose. But, yeah, really great training staff there. Lucky to have them. Really grateful. 
do you ever do cryotherapy or any of the uh no we don't have one of those cryo chambers mm-hmm. so no i've never i've never done that but uh the cold tub is certainly cold enough to you know what uh i'm gonna send a little soft saying this but it actually hurts sometimes beyond the cold tub that's that cold really yeah like oh this, this is this is cold <laughs> how long are you in that tub oh a couple minutes Really, and you can't take it anymore, or you just that's it. Uh, I'm gonna say that's it because that's the tough answer to say, but what you said first might be right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you in the position that you, you play as a punter, what do you have to have worked on? What do you really uh have to do to in order to make yourself game ready week in and week out? Well, I stretch every day at practice because you know, being a specialist, we don't really do too much outside our periods. Um, and work. So we're stretching a lot and rolling out. And um, for me, it's just the lower part of my body, just making sure that that's as loose as possible, just trying to maintain um, mobility and, and flexion in um, the key areas on the legs. Does the team like it has specific coaches that go with a specific disciplines on the team? Does the strength and conditioning team also have like a special teams that would come and, and work specifically with you and those that are around you? Um, well, in terms of strength and conditioning, everyone does the same regardless of like what position you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, some guys might not do a certain things, um, cause of an injury or, or something like that, but, um, everyone kind of does the same in the strength stuff. They're, they're in charge of everyone when it comes to strength and conditioning. So to kind of answer your question, they're not really in charge of like any particular group. I get you. Some of the things I've seen on like Twitter and such like that. I love watching when the team is rallying around somebody when they're doing a big lift. Is there anybody on the team that's a big lifter right now? Because I know you met Big E, no. and you said yeah, he's not, a big lifter, but anybody else on the team right now? Not during the season, no, because um, it's just kind of a maintenance phase. But, yeah, there's a, there's a few boys. Big Jennings, Dunker, the lineman, he can throw some weight around. Monty Potterbaum can certainly throw some weight around. Um, Turner Palisades, a, a strong mother. Um, <laughs> who else? Yeah, a lot of the linemen, they can really, really throw some weight around. Um, and then there's guys that are kind of just deceivingly strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and it pains me to say this, but and you're going to laugh, but even guys like Keith Duncan, who was here a few years ago, he could barely bench 50 pounds, but my God, he could squat a lot. He could re- Some guys just... Yeah a good at one really can just lift one particular exercise. And Jackson Rex Roth, the young linebacker, I think he broke, he was safety at the time. I think he may have broken the safety record wow. earlier in the year. And yeah, Logan Jones, he can hang clean half a house. And um, yeah, there's some strong boys. That's for sure. You mentioned Potterbaum. I've also heard he's pretty fast too. Oh, ridiculous. They're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so many, um, I mean, in saying that, like, we, we train for it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be fast, although it may have helped last week. But, yeah, there, <laughs> there, there, there's a few um, guys that can certainly uh, run the distance pretty quickly. That's incredible. One last thing that I, you, you mentioned it. During the yeah. Ohio State game, and, and I really only have two questions about Ohio State, and neither of them are really about the outcome. Number one. That's fun. What was it like for you to play in the horseshoe? You you had led up to it talking about that you were excited to do it. 
how did it work for you? How did it feel? Yeah, it was a pretty surreal um, experience. Just walking out of the, walking out of the tunnel for the first time a couple of hours before the game, I was like, "Yeah, holy shit, this place is actually pretty big." Mm-hmm. Like, cool stadium, um, great atmosphere. Still, don't think it's as loud as Kinnick, to tell you the truth. But yeah, it's loud. Um, great atmosphere, and they're obviously kicking our ass. So yeah, they're all pretty loud and enjoying themselves. Yeah. Second piece, and you you alluded to this during one of the plays. You yeah. roll to your right and start taking off. And you said that you're not a very fast guy. W- what happened there? Look, I, I wish I could tell you because it was kind of one of those in-the-moment things. I, I saw, I kind of knew that leading up to the game that they weren't, well, leading up the whole week, they don't, Ohio State's never really been much of a, they've never really had much of a tendency to kind of rush the punter or rush the unit in general. So, I always knew that I was going to have, have a bit of time and you would have seen on the first punt, I kind of just stood there and um, smacked one down there as, as I had a bit of time. And then I kind of just saw saw the gap and I was like, holy shit, like it's open, kind of went for it and then mm-hmm. hesitated and went for it again. And then, yeah, three blokes were on, on top of me and it got me pretty good in the ribs and side of my body was sore for a couple of days. But, you know, it was a, it was a pretty big learning experience. Won't be doing that again. It was certainly interesting because... I probably had never felt um, so many emotions and I never felt, to, to tell you the truth, Brian, I never probably felt that lonely in my life after doing that. Just kind of just sitting there um, and then you're just like, fuck, like I've still got to play a game, like I'm going to be up again soon. Um, but yeah, like I said, learning experience and to tell you the truth, I don't really give a shit about it now because um, you just got to move on. My mates back home certainly enjoyed it. <laughs> What hurts more, getting hit in Australian rules football or by three Ohio State guys? Oh, I've been hit pretty hard back home a few times because you're not wearing any padding. Yep. So I probably have to go with that to tell you the truth. Okay. To make this a short answer towards the end of this, this was a decision that you had made because you saw something in it. Correct. Yeah. And 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 just idiotic decision. I mean, I said to Coach Franz and Coach Woods, I said, look, I'm really sorry. I Mm -hmm. really don't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, it was just a mental error. Won't happen again, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, look, they, they weren't too pleased, um, which I, I wouldn't have expected them to be. Mm. Um, but for me, it was just more so the fact that I, that I let the team down. Yeah, really grateful for everyone coming up to me and making sure that I was all good. Yeah, tried to obviously finish out the game. Didn't punt as well as I wanted to, but you know what, Brian, the sun, the sun shines and you get up the next morning and the world's still rotating and you just get on with life. I hate to say this because I don't play the game, but it's only a game, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and that mindset's always helped me, you know, yeah. always. And, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting kind of, I think it was back in April when the Masters was on, just kind of when Scotty Scheffler won. Yeah. He, could, he showed that note that he said that he wrote to himself, just like, no matter what happens, um, as long as you try your hardest and this like this week isn't going to define me as a person, I just feel like it kind of helps you relax. So I've always kind of had that mindset, um, yeah, going into seasons and going into games and just going into everything I do over here, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I could be back home shoveling shit, and, but I'm not, so <laughs> here I am. Yeah, my, my mate certainly... Um, enjoyed seeing three guys on top of me. In fact, one of them one of them made a photo, screenshotted the image of three Ohio State guys on top of me and was like, oh, I'm getting this up tonight. And I was just like, you absolute asshole. 
Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> of course. Of course. They yeah. you know, whatever. They might as well give it to you the right way, you know. Let's let's look forward to Northwestern back at Kinnick. It's a two thirty game. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, good. It'll be really um interesting to see how well we can bounce back and I feel like we've probably had I feel like Tuesday was a really, really good practice um, for everyone. Probably the best Tuesday we've had of the year. Um, but that really doesn't mean shit if you can't do it on a Saturday when it matters. Yeah. Because um, anyone can practice. Um, I mean, the Northwestern are practicing too, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, no, that, that doesn't mean shit until um, Saturday at 2.30. But kind of like I've said probably a few times um, in the past few weeks is we just got to win, you know. Like we just, we really just got to win, because um, not nothing else matters, but just trying to win and and getting the win. Because yeah, it's been probably been a little frustrating in the last few weeks for, um, certainly for Iowa fans and yeah, no more. Certainly for us as well, no one's more frustrated than than us. So you want to get to the Marshall Exchange program? I would absolutely love to. So I gave you kind of a heads up that I'm going to be bringing you three news stories. From Australia this week. And I figured instead of asking you about this, I'm going to share some things and see what your take is on them. Go for it. Far away. We'll start with Virgin Australia, who is trying to make the middle seat on the airline more appealing by launching a lottery with over $230,000 in prizes. I know that you told me that on the bus, you look for a specific location. You look for a specific location on the plane because you're a bigger guy. Middle yeah. seat on the airline. You ever done that? Oh, you want to know a funny story? Yes. When I first got here, the first my first ever trip for football, I was, we were flying to Purdue, and I was stuck between Koi Kronk and Tyler Linderbaum on the plane. <laughs> and I just thought, well, you know what? It can't get any worse. Lucky it was only like a 40-minute trip or something, but... By the time you get on the plane, you're sitting there for 20 minutes before takeoff and then an, another 10 or 15 minutes after. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good hour stuck in between those two big fat elephants. But um, no, you won't catch me in the middle seat very often. So what they're trying to do is Virgin Australia is trying to run this promotion because they're trying to show that the middle seat's not necessarily a bad thing. If you fly in a middle seat on Virgin Australia operated domestic flight, all you have to do is opt into the lottery within two days of your departure. Things like a Caribbean cruise, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense since you're in Australia, uh, free flights and tickets to soccer matches are some of the things. The CEO of Virgin Australia says that she loves the middle seat because it gives her a chance to meet two people on the plane, not just one. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, the CEO of Virgin Australia isn't sitting in a middle seat. She's probably got her own plane, so she can shut her mouth for a while, okay? But when you go back home... Are you flying through LA and then straight into Melbourne? No, I'm going LA to LA or San Francisco to Sydney. Oof. And then Sydney to Melbourne. So it's a bit of an annoyance, but yeah, it's a long way. All right. Second one here. An Australian man faces charges after blinding an e-scooter rider with a projectile potato. The 19-year-old and a 20-year-old oh. accomplice. Yeah, I said potato. You know what, Brian? I've got a question for you. Where do you find this shit? This one came from news.com.au, which means it's from Australia. Yeah, I, I didn't know that, actually. and that, But, yeah, that's, that's rather humorous, actually. But you know what? Each to their own. 
since you and I have been working together, I've been more apt to find stories from Australia so that we can share them and I can learn more about where you're from. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And then you also get to find out what's going on with your fellow countrymen. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. In this case, a 19 year old by the name of Trent Philip Green and his 20 year old accomplice both face multiple charges because the alleged attack happened in the city of Trigg in Perth. The potatoes were allegedly fired or thrown at people from a passing car. What happens was they injured a man so so bad with this potato that it gave him uh, a fractured arm, facial injuries, and oh my God. that the surgery removed his eye. Oh, shit. yeah, right, okay. Potatoes, big thing in Australia at all? No, but do you guys make, like, potato guns over here? Mm-hmm. I know a few people that used to make those in Australia, but I, um, in terms of potatoes, you kill them and you eat them um, where I'm from. But you know what? Okay. If people want to go chucking them at people, then they're probably going to pay the price. Tell me about Perth. Never been. Never been, ever. Um, but from what I've heard, it's good. It's certainly nice weather. I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Western Australia, correct? Correct. Turns out these guys, the, the 19-year-old is facing one count of acts likely to endanger the life, health, or safety of any person, as well as one count of possessing a prohibited weapon. So that must mean they made the potato gun. Yeah, they must have. There you go. The final one here. Halloween, how big is that a, a, a holiday in Australia? Oh, Brian, do not get me started on Halloween. Honestly, if you're over the age of 12 and you celebrate Halloween, you need to reassess your life. I'm sorry. Okay. And especially when it comes to people, look, there's guys on the team that carve pumpkins with their um, significant other. And look, it's just literally grow up. I mean, Halloween, like, especially, I get it, like, if someone's having, like, a Halloween party and you want to dress up, like, that's fine, but just the whole idea of it, it's like, it's a kid's thing, you know, like, come on. What about in Australia? Are you, is there trick-or-treating? Is there anything like that going on? There is for for 12-year-old, for 12 and under, probably. Well, in this case, but a mom in Australia ordered a cheap Halloween decoration from Amazon. It was a fake dead body that you cover in a black plastic and then hang it from a tree. So she was going oh, to, no. to decorate her home. But when it came in her mail, her 10-year-old son, when he opened up the package, inside was a adult blow-up doll. Oh. Yeah, that's probably not. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to say to that. She posts it to the Facebook group, what I asked for versus what I got. And according to the seller on Amazon, it's not a mix-up. She wasn't sent something wrong. They use the inflatable sex dolls because they're cheaper. <laughs> and That would have been uh, quite the experience with that young fella. <laughs> you cover it in black plastic, so who's going to know? But the problem is, is that when it arrives, it has a woman's face already painted on yeah, it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that poor little kid, scarred for life. <laughs> Which is why I was asking if you celebrated Halloween in Australia because nah, no blow, no blow up sex dolls from where I'm from. No, no. Are there any particular holidays that you do like? Uh, I like Christmas. Christmas is a good time of the year. Um, I like Easter because I'm a big chocolate guy, and that's probably about it. Did you get your chocolate uh, from your mate? 
Oh boy, did I get it? Did you? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. The uh, the stash has been replenished. It has. Anything that you'd like the audience to know about going into this particular game? And yeah, I think um, as frustrating as people probably are, we just really need your support. You know, and I think it's easy to kind of jump off the bandwagon when things aren't going well, but. We really, really appreciate the fans, and, and that's what makes such a great atmosphere at Kinnick. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to, to seeing everyone this weekend. As we're heading into the next couple of episodes, Connor McCaffrey will be joining us for Season 2 in the basketball season. will be joining us on a future episode of the Jock to Jock podcast. Tori, that's going to kind of be a crazy one to have you and Connor on the same episode together. I know. Lucky you, huh? Lucky you. I know. How often do you get a chance to interact with the other athletes? Not that often at all, um, to be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. n- not really whatsoever. I'm a pretty um, – I keep to myself a lot. I'm not really a big going-out guy yeah. um, at all. I kind of just – I go to football and come home, and that's about it. Well, congratulations on everything you've done so far, and thanks again for being on the Jock to Jock podcast this week. Like I always say, Brian, it's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Oh, I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why didn't you say so?